You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Carly's Couch. I am super excited this week because it is our 150th episode, like 150. Yeah, we've been going a long time, and so... We're excited to have reached this milestone, and we have something a little special for you today. But first, how you doing, Carly? I'm excited. I was about to say salud, because we have wine today. So oh, yeah, we do. Cheers. Today, salud to us for being hella consistent. Um, but I'm doing wonderful. Real peaceful day, resting. I've been really, like, sleepy, so getting some rest in. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I've been working hard, getting things done. So this is... Um, almost the end of our day here today. And we're excited because we've had a lot of interesting chats over the years um, and over the episodes. And so today we wanted to bring back a few of your faves. So we're going to do um, four catch-ups with some of our past guests. So we're bringing back Kiara, Erin, Daria, and Preston. Yep, so look forward to hearing from them what they're doing now. And then we're going to give you more information on their episodes so you can go back and listen yourselves if you missed those in our early days. And if you did miss them, you might want to go back and watch them because they're pretty fire. That's why we're bringing these particular four people back. We're about to get into it. And our first special guest today is Kiara Imani. You might remember her from episode 22, Deconstruct to Rebuild, in which she talked about finding your purpose and how self-actualizing requires breaking through limiting mindsets and beliefs that we might have about ourselves. So we're excited to hear from you again. Thanks for joining us. Of course. I'm so glad you asked me back. I remember um, during your episode, what stuck with me is I was like, dang, she came in and had her whole program ready. Like, she's like, I don't care what y'all finna ask me. This is what I'm about to say. And you basically had preached that whole episode. <laughs> so today, uh, you know, we remember that you were working with um, a different company than I believe you are now. So tell us a little bit about um, what's different your way from the last time you spoke to us. Man, I'm like, what was I doing back then? I'm doing so many things now. I signed a publishing deal for my book, Therapy Isn't Just for White People, about mental health in the Black community. Um, It's a nonfiction narrative that kind of uses my own story, but also the story of people in my life. And it talks a lot about trauma that we experience as people of color, not just the traumas where we're thinking about, oh, somebody died, or I went through this terrible divorce, but the micro traumas, the microaggressions, uh, the rude things people say to us, uh, the slights of seeing Barbie dolls that don't look like us and how that adds up and how a lot of times carrying lots of micro traumas can affect you the same as one big trauma. And we tell ourselves because nothing big happened, I'm okay, but we're not okay. So learning to acknowledge that, but also push through and break through um, that. So super excited about that book. I'm not working a nine to five uh, full time anymore. I'm doing a lot of contracting, which is great. It's given me so much flexibility over my schedule, which to me is one of the most important things. I love to work maybe a little bit too much, but I like doing it on my terms. Uh, So contracting has been amazing. And I'm a radio host on KBLA Talk 1580 every night, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. It's Tavis Smiley Station. It's politics, pop culture, what's happening in my life, what's happening in the callers' lives. 
I mean, just really connecting with people in the community. And I obviously love to talk, as you mentioned the last time. <laughs> I was preaching the whole time. Uh, so I was a little nervous about doing a three hours a day, five days a week thing, but it's working out just fine. Well, that sounds good. Congrats on your book <laughs> and your new endeavors. Um, when you talked about your book, it kind of made me think of one of our recent episodes, Decolonizing Therapy, and, and the same type of themes around understanding what can lead us to where we are that's different than other people. Um, so that's really good. I'm glad to see that kind of knowledge getting out there. Um, what would you say is kind of the underlying theme in your life with all of these different endeavors you have going on? Like something, what you care about and what you want to impact? Um, sharing stories, sharing them honestly, sharing vulnerably. And I think pr being present is such a buzzword right now. Everyone talks about, oh, you've got to be mindful and present. And it's very easy to tell ourselves we're present because we go to dinner and we don't check our phones. And when we're with other people, we're present. Uh, but I actually posted today on Instagram about how I read that most people don't know they're happy when they're happy. It's not till something catastrophic happens that they realize, wow, I was happy yesterday. Um, so just being okay with where you are in your process and kind to your process and not always looking for next steps. I, people keep asking me like, you're doing so much now, like what's next for you? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm really happy in the present. I'm actually happy in this space and whatever I'm doing now, if I do it well, it's gonna lead to the next space. Uh, so I think in my book and radio, and even as I mentioned contracting, it just gives me the, the ability to be present in my own life, to be present in my process and to really just enjoy the present, the present moment. And I encourage people to do the same. And especially when you talk about therapy, like, yes, I encourage people to go to therapy. I think it's very important. But even more so than that, what therapists are really good at doing are forcing you to pay attention to the pieces of our story that we've become so used to that we don't even realize that, you know, they're novel or they're affecting us or we're like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm the oldest of three kids and I had to take care of my siblings a lot when I was younger. But that's not a big deal. And the therapist is like, no, no, no. Be present in your own story. That is that's a big deal. So maybe that's why you're a leader. Maybe that's why you learn to take charge and just really paying attention to the things that we so easily gloss over in our own stories. Yeah, I think that that's so important um, and such a big lesson for all of us. Um, yeah, so thank you for sharing that and for all the useful content that you're putting out and posting for all of us and all of our journeys. Yeah. What would you say is one of the biggest lessons that you've maybe learned in the last couple of years? Uh, man, again, I posted, I post everything, I think, um, about, you know, sitting under the shade of a tree that I planted a long time ago. I think when you're in that, se that season of planting, you don't see fruit. Like it takes a while for the fruit to break through. And I know a lot of people who I think are really close to breaking through and they, they quit because they can't see the fruit. And, you know, you just got to keep going. You got to trust. You got to have faith. You got to water that seed uh, because fruit does come. I fully believe that anything you put time and energy and love into will grow. Doesn't always look the way you thought it was going to look. Like you might have thought you're playing an apple tree. You really got an orange tree. Um, and, you know, I definitely didn't see myself doing radio. It makes sense now. I love to talk. I was planting seeds thinking I was growing a different tree. And I'm like, whoa, I'm all the way up here. Uh, but, you know, just the importance of, again, being present in your own story, planting your seeds and waiting to see what tree grows and not being too upset if it's a different tree, because it might be something better than, you know, you thought you were going to get in the first place. 
I love that. So be present, plant your tree, do the work, and then be ready for those fruits and enjoy them, I think is a big part of that too. Sometimes we're in a position where we have a lot of work to do and it feels awesome, but you're not really enjoying yourself or you're not, you know, something's kind of missing. So I'm glad to see that through your different, your journey, you've tried some different things, landed in a place that you feel good about. um, And hopefully that's a lesson in itself for those that are listening. Yeah, thank you. And I'll definitely add to just last thing, uh, the importance of just liking yourself and liking what you're doing and not looking to the left or right or what auntie so-and-so is going to say about your journey or what so-and-so is going to say about your fruit. Nobody cares. Nobody goes to bed. I don't think, I hate using absolutes, but most people are not going to bed at night thinking about your story and your journey. They're so caught up in themselves. So do what makes you happy. I love that. And let us know and let the listeners know where you want them to connect with you these days. Um, you can connect with me on Instagram, Kiara Imani Will. I'm on there all the time anyway. <laughs> awesome. So follow Kiara. Hopefully we get to see more about your book and the other awesome things that you're doing. I don't know if you have a call-in radio show, but maybe y'all can call in. I do. Get you with the Frasier. Try to get some advice. They do. (laughs) They sure do. 1-800-940-1580. Every night. Call in. I'm there. She's there. (laughs) Every night. Wow. Well, congratulations on all your efforts. Thank you so much for joining us again. Dropping gems as always. Keeping it straight to the point um, and giving us something to think about as we celebrate everything that you have going on. Thank you so much, Kiara. Congrats to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Next, we have the pleasure of talking to Ace Simpson. He was on episode 18 called Faith, Fitness, and Finding Yourself. And in his episode, what I really remember the most from it um, is that Ace was really talking about his journey of how he even discovered fitness as a way to like, if you manage yourself, you can kind of manage anything. Um, And how he used fitness to kind of get out of depression and some other issues and how it really changed his life. Um, So Ace, thank you so much for coming back with us, joining us for 150. Yeah, come on, let's go 150. <laughs> Even though you're in a car right now in the car garage, it's okay. You gonna you gonna have time to get your do your drop in a minute. I say it's between, it's in between in the, hustles. He's working right now. I'm in the I'm in the dungeon right now. <laughs> well, I'm as long as you dungeon. have Wi-Fi or whatever signal, hey, then you good. You're doing better than me. Good. I'm not asking no questions. He got something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember you really talking about your pivot and what to do whenever life kind of throws a wrench in your plan. Like when you think you're going to do a thing and then it turns out to be something really different. Um, and I just want to know, like, what are you up to now? I see you popping on social media, you know, <laughs> praying over people, doing all that stuff, but like out here popping. So what you got going on? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on this uh, special episode of 150. Uh, I'm very grateful to play a small part uh, in these episodes. And uh, thank you for having me come back. Um, you know, like the last, I think I was on, I think it was February of 19, right? It was something like that. So we're talking two years ago. You know, the last year has been crazy. Um, the social media thing and that taking off out of nowhere. And, um, you know, it, it's really been just me stepping into this new space, I guess. And like, I, I listened to the, the episode that we did not too long ago, just to kind of have like a refresher. And you could hear like bits and pieces, like in that interview, 
like seeds that were being planted of where I was going to be like now. Um, but it was kind of more so fitness based because that was the topic. But I just remember like everybody, like when the pandemic happened, you're kind of like you're stuck in this position of just like trying to figure stuff out. And, you know, if you used it correctly, you know, I, I believe if that's the right word, you got some healing. You allowed your free time to deal with some stuff that you've put away. And for me, it allowed me to hear what I felt like I was being led to do without having any distractions. And, you know, I had no idea the social media thing was going to take off the way it did. I, I just remember I was frustrated, like everyone else, trying to figure out what am I going to do during this time? And, you know, my birthday was in April, so it was like right at the very beginning of the pandemic. And I just remember being super frustrated because I felt like I had something to say, but I didn't know what to say and how to do it. And I remember just having a battle with God and just like being angry, like, why am I feeling this way? What is it that you want me to do? And I remember it was July 2nd of 2020. I was in my living room and he was like, put a prayer out on TikTok. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you want me to do? And he was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, I had no followers, nothing on TikTok, never really used it. And then I did. And then the next day, I had like 3000 views. I'm like, what? I never had, I don't think 300 views on Instagram. And I just kept doing it and kept doing it. And next thing you know, like, it's that like, you know, not that the followers are really that important in terms of like numbers and why I'm doing it. But it's just like, we're almost at 300,000 people in our community and we're approaching a hundred thousand on Instagram. And it's been such a blessing for me to use this platform to share my gift, but also to like genuinely see people being helped through it has been such an amazing blessing to see and to witness and to be a part of. And, you know, I'm just super grateful to be able to pivot when God told me to pivot and to be obedient when he told me to be obedient. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing. What would you say has been like one or two keys to that forward movement in that direction, like to maintaining that? I think a lot of people may have uh, posted a post and seen it do well, but then like, how did, how did you really kind of determine to like stick with that? Um, and has anything changed for you because of that growth? That's a great question. You know, I think for me, it was, it was easy for me to kind of be consistent because I'm being authentic. I'm being myself. And what people are seeing now is stuff that I was doing behind the scenes with my friends, with my family, and what I was doing behind the scenes, like just growing within my church family and getting stronger with that. Um, communication has always been my gift. You know, I was always the person that people came to for advice and things like that. And words of wisdom like that's always been who I was and now I think he was like all right it's time for everyone else to see so as far as being consistent it's easier when you're being authentic and you're not trying to be a trend you're not trying to keep up with things like you're not trying to see what everyone else is doing and duplicating it and I, I do believe like there are certain things that you need to obey with the algorithm but however the algorithm is never going to defeat authenticity and when you are being truly authentic 24 seven, it's going to pierce through whatever algorithm there is out there. And even as I started to grow at such a rapid pace, 
it was never about the numbers for me. It, it, it was just my whole thing. Every video that I make is a one-on-one -on -one connection with me and that person that's watching it. I don't care about how many people see it. I try to make it as personal as possible. Like I'm having a one-on-one -on -one communication with just one person. So that's it. As far as like what's changed for me now, it, it's, you know, we've talked offline about this, you know, now I believe it's time for me to fully step into this as a, from like a business standpoint and really start sharing my gift to the world outside of social media, but still using social media, but being a business, like having a brand behind that and really fine tuning everything and, and making sure everything is a smooth operating. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a brand, like I'm like Apple, you know, like I'm not Apple in terms of that, but like I'm my own entity. And so I have to make sure that I protect that. And I have to make sure that systems are in place that growth always continues, um, whether I'm making content or not, you know what I mean? So that's where I'm at right now is transitioning from just making videos to building the brand and the business. So it's sustainable for years to come. But a brand and a business that does what specifically, or if you know, because I know your focus before was pretty specifically on physical training, I would say. And so will this lead folks to your business there with physical training? Or do you see that kind of evolving because there's more speaking involved and maybe mm -hmm. more focus on like the mental? Yeah, it's kind of all things in one. Like the beautiful part about everything is everything is coming full circle. And I'm starting to realize why my journey with fitness, like what I discussed with you guys, why it happened, why, you know, my depression, my anxiety, and like all the things that I dealt with happened, why um, my relationship with God is the way it is. Like it's all happening and coming together at the same time. So it's all going to be holistic wellness, mind, body, soul. So you're going to be able to be fed mentally. You're going to be able to be fed spiritually you're going to be able to be fed physically and it's about being the best version of yourself holistically internally and using these pillars to apply to your everyday life to pursue whatever your calling or purpose is because for me you know fitness was never really about the body or it was at one point but now it's just about dude i'm just trying to be as healthy as i possibly can to stay in my purpose and, and my calling for as long as I possibly can. And I think everything that you do should be in alignment with what you're called to do. So like if, if you're called to do something, then you physically have to be prepared for that. You know, like your training should reflect the level of what your calling is. The way that you eat should reflect the level of what your calling is. You know, your spiritual well-being should reflect the level of what your calling is. So it's like it's making sure that all those essential pillars are checked. So when life throws you a curveball like COVID, yeah, you may take a hit, but your foundation is so strong that you're able to bounce back when it's time to bounce back. Man, where do I send the tithe, bro? <laughs> Right. Hey, what's the cash app? Drop it right now, cause I was preach. I ain't gonna hold you. I was touched just now. Yeah. Like, and you're right, cause th that is a beautiful way to connect it, and that you know, really, every part of our our lives 
it's still rooted in that purpose. And, you know, you don't just hop up and do things any old way. Like, no, like you really, you take care of your body so you can do more of it. So you can help more people and you do all of the things to better serve your purpose. I love the way you put that together. Um, everybody listening, you you can cash out Coach Ace. Yeah, uh, we got to add that in the show notes. Cash out them ties. We gonna have to add that to the show notes. Um, we're gonna have to have Ace yeah. back for a full episode. All right, I'm gonna have to just start Listen, calling Ace. I know, I'm gonna start calling Ace. He'll be like, what? Listen, let me let me know. I promise you, I will not be in a garage. That's what you say. I promise you. You know, but you know, I do want to say one more thing because um, I know our time is short. Um for anybody that's that's listening or watching you're never as far as you think and you know my whole life up until like the last three years I always felt like I was just in quicksand just trying to to make it and sometimes the way our mind works is we're always thinking about the next five or ten steps and we over like we 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 underestimate what we can do in 10 years and we overestimate what we can do in a year. And because of that, we put all this unnecessary pressure on ourselves to compare, to do all these different things. And it puts us in a position of being paralyzed. And so for anybody that's watching this right now, that feels stuck, that feels like they don't know what the purpose is, their calling is, or what they're being led to do, you're okay. The fact that you feel that is a good thing because that means that you care. So the next thing that you do is just focus on what you can control and let go of everything else that's taking and distracting you from controlling the controllables. And then as you allow yourself to master that space, the next step of what to do will come. Wise words. Wise words from a decent man. Thank you, Ace. Um, before Absolutely. we let you go, please uh, remind people where they can connect with you um, or how they could reach out to you, however you'd like that to, to look. Sure. So I am, I am Coach Ace on all social media platforms, TikTok, Twitter. I'm, I'm rarely on Twitter, but Instagram and TikTok specifically is I am Coach Ace. You can find me on there. I'm very active in the community, you know, so like if you send me DMs, if they're, you know, don't be sending me them them joints you know <laughs> yeah, i don't do right. that you know I, I i i've had to i just found out today that somebody else tried to uh set up another fake account yeah like, wow, that's that's weird. getting bad yeah it's weird but but yeah you can find me on those platforms dm me let me know that you uh found me through this um episode and through this show um but that's where i'm most heavy at Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll continue to follow and and see what happens with you. Um, I'm looking forward to coming to your workshop seminar when you're next Tony Robbins, but not Tony Robbins. You're going to be you. We're going to cheers to that. (laughs) Look, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up. Um, Maybe I'll put the marketing together for the whole seminar. You never know. But uh, come on, let's talk about it. (laughs) Thank you, Ace. We appreciate it. Absolutely. For Um, sure. Congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. That was a great conversation with Ace, I would say. Um, but next, we have drum roll another fan favorite. We still got people discovering her episode, commenting on the episode, talking about they crying and whatnot. Like we could have just stopped, apparently. <laughs> In paragraphs after episode ten, which featured Daria slash 
at DLolo. Um, and her episode was episode 10, Take a Risk. So in her episode, I remember a lot of the focus was around just dropping the things that you're doing, what you're comfortable with, and taking a leap to, for her, move to LA to, to really dive in on this stylist world um, and to just see how she can create a path that she couldn't, you know, make happen in the wrong place or, or in the place that she was. So thank you, Daria, for being with us. Welcome to episode 150. 150. Happy 150. Thank you. you. So Daria, how are you? What's What's good? What's new? This was like two years ago, maybe two and a little bit (laughs) that we talked to you. Uh, And you were excited about being in LA. How long have you been here now? It'll be four years in like two weeks. Still making it, still still here, still standing. Still here. I'm still here. (laughs) No, it's good. I I think a lot has changed since we last talked. Um, I know I was talking a lot about styling, and now I'm kind of backing off from that because just for now, it's just a lot of work having to like drive around and shop. Like I don't mind doing virtual stuff, but you know, it's a pan. We're still in a panini. We're still in a panoramic, and I don't really feel like doing that. I don't want to drive around and buy stuff for people right now. I just don't want to. So I've taken a seat back from that. Like all of my old clients, I'll still you know shop for them. But anybody new, I'm just like oh, I'm not doing it right now. Um, but I've really stepped up. Um, in influencing and creating content. So that has been like the biggest thing for me right now. Um, It's been pretty exciting because I've learned a lot. Um, Learned my worth, learned just every day I'm learning something new, really. So it's been pretty cool. You love to hear it. You love to hear it and to see it. Yes. in your episode, it was all about taking a risk. That was like the title of the episode. So have you been taking any risks lately, chasing some other dreams or things that might be different or new? Um, if anything, I've just kind of been trusting the things that have been happening. Like um, my biggest thing right now is like, I really want a new car um, in my in my mind, it was like, oh, you're going to save up this money. You're going to go to the lot and you're going to pay cash. And recently that changed. Like God was like, that ain't how you really going to do it. And that's how I've been thinking about it for the last maybe three, four years. Like, cause that's what my grandma did. She, she only pays ca- cash for her cars. So that's why I was like, oh, that's a goal. I want to do that. And then God was just recently like, well, I don't know what you think you is. That's not how we're going to do it. So it's like, just trusting little things that I thought like, this is going to be my path, just trusting stuff like that. And so, um, and I, obviously I'm still working full time, which is cool because the bills are paid, <laughs> but it's like, I, you would just feel when things are going to have their end, you know? And so I'm just trying to trust that, you know, I'm not going to be in a space where I'm like dead dog tired because I'm working out, working a full-time job and doing all this stuff, you know? And so I just know that great things are coming and I'm just trying to push through, really. Uh, what so, about that risk you took when you had posted a product and that whole sold out before I got any of it? Oh. <laughs> and that you didn't even tell me about. Let's talk about that. Hmm? Uh, well, I'm sorry you're not on the World Wide Web that often. I don't know. <laughs> right. I, don't, I need to start looking at stories. I was just saying that the other day. 
yeah, you probably not, you're not on your page that often you doing your client stuff, but um, yeah, well, so I, I designed that product last year, right before the pandemic and I got it made and everything and I have been sitting on it. It was, it's a necklace. It's a cartouche necklace that says creator and Egyptian hieroglyphs. And so, um, yeah, I had just been sitting on it. I was scared to release it. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't even think it was, I was scared. I just wanted it to be super perfect. I had already paid for it to be made. I had just been holding on to them. Then I finally got the boxes made and I just, I don't know what it was, but recently I was just like, look, you've been sitting on these necklaces for so long. <laughs> what the hell? I could have made money a long time ago. And so I was just like, everything can't be perfect. Cause I think in my mind, I was like, oh, I want to have all these like, like nice videos to promote it. And I was like, Daria, it'll be another year if you keep playing those games. Cause it's just hard to like try and do that. Plus all the other stuff I got to do for brands, you know, who are also paying me. And so, um, yeah, I was just like, look, do a little video in your room right before you go to work and throw that hoe up on Friday. How about that? And so, yeah, it sold out in an hour. So I wasn't mad at that. <laughs> So you would have been mad did. if you had spent all that time making videos you would have been upset that you hadn't had ten thousand of them things made <laughs> and i think it's so funny how it's like I, I think you underestimate your own influence which you mentioned earlier um so focusing on being an influencer how would you say you are getting closer to your goals making money in that way um what does that look like if you're taking a step back from styling to do that um it looks good honestly like I've kind of gotten it down to a science of like okay I'm gonna do things for brands like I'm gonna you know take gigs from them but that also fuels my own thing so I want to do like I want to have clothing products I want to design other things so that money in addition to me working full-time I have that like that's play money essentially so I'm like okay I'm able to invest like now I'm gonna restock the necklace I'm getting way more um, and so it's not, you know, I'm not underestimating myself anymore. Cause I'm like, okay, I know if I can sell people's random ass deodorant or <laughs> like <laughs> some random biker short thing, why am I not selling my own stuff? It's like, come on. So, um, it just, it, it feels good because people like, again, my audience trusts me and I don't take that for granted. Still, I'm like, it's stuff that comes through my email and I'm just like, I, I ain't gonna use that shit. So I'm not gonna be on here telling you to use it just because I wanna check. I'm just not gonna do it. So um it just it feels good to that people trust me and that they'll buy things that I say. I mean I'm just glad it ain't no drugs I'm telling them to buy, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I'm about to say I know I trust everything you be saying. Cause you're so thoughtful. She be looking so cool too, man. Damn. She be looking so cool. Everything. She putting the damn deodorant on. I was like, damn, that deodorant does look cool. <laughs> and I was like, where does where that set come from? I know this is for deodorant, but I like that set. Right. Yeah, like, that set was from Sweaty Betty. It's real comfortable too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was real comfortable. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. And I'm I'm hyped to see that and hear that like as a creator who like who you said sells so many other people's stuff all the time. Um, to, you know, be creating things that you care about. And are there any other lessons or anything big that's happened for you, like, since we last talked? So in addition to, like, launching your own products and things, is there anything else? Not really. I just, I think that just piggybacking off what you guys said, like, 
we definitely underestimate our potential. Like, I feel like we, in our minds, we know that we're dope people. We know that we have dope ideas, but we focus too much on it being perfect and like, oh, you know, like just looking at what other people do, we get wrapped up in that. And then next thing you know, a year has gone by and, and we're still in the same place. And I don't, I feel like we just have to get about, get out of our own way. Cause I know I've, I've definitely been in that place. Like, damn, like I can't even get mad at this person and this person. I can't get mad at my mom cause it's me. Like, this is all me, you know? And so I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm excited that I'm realizing like, it's really you Daria. You gotta keep pushing yourself. Like, yeah, it's cool to have people who, you know, cheer you on and stuff like that, but they can do that all day. But if you don't believe in yourself, then you're not going anywhere. So it's cool to be able to like really believe in the things um, that I want to accomplish. And I know that I can get them done. I don't know the timeline, but <laughs> you just got to keep working. And then it just kind of happens. So yeah, that I'm is excited. absolutely facts. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, my question for you would be with the pandemic and everything going on just in general outside of you know, you also working and doing your other um, work as well. How do you take time for yourself or what have you been kind of doing to, you know, just manage your energy amidst the different mm -hmm. levels of work that you're doing? Um, recently, I just started like making sure that because my, my essential days off are Saturday and Sunday. It's the weekend because I work full time Monday through Friday. So I've been trying to at least do one day on the weekend where I'm not doing anything. I'm not trying to create any content. I'm not trying to work. So uh, even if it's me going to brunch or if I'm just going to be in the mall, a couple malls all day, because that's what I want to do, then I'm trying to do that. Um, and then, you know, of course, maybe it's a Sunday that I'm actually working. So I'm just trying to make sure that I commit to like one day to doing something I like doing and I'm not feeling guilty because I think that's another thing. We get wrapped up in feeling guilty where we're not working all the time because the culture of just like overworking yourself is annoying to me. Like, I don't want to be that person where I'm overworked and you know, and I'm booked, busy, and and just can't even enjoy the fruits of my labor. I don't want to be that person. So, um, I think that it's that's good that I've I've dedicated to like really having one day to myself. Um, because eventually it'll be like, oh, I got seven days to myself, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I only work one day. <laughs> right, you would yeah. do one project a year and be getting <laughs> millions off that one project. And then play, how about that play money? Yeah. Right, 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 right. So yeah, that has been that. And then also, um, <laughs> I've been working out more. So that's been cool. It's just trying to get used to working out five days a week has been, it's a struggle, but I, it's, it's something I want to do because obviously I want to look, I want to look good too. I don't want to, there are times when I just sit on the couch and eat snacks and I want to be able to keep that. <laughs> I don't want to get bigger. So yeah, just really taking care of myself. Um, just because we're getting older, we're not getting younger. And uh, you know, it's catching up to us. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. And speaking of getting older, the day that this is dropping today is oh. your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's all we doing. Yeah, okay. hey, I'm not ready for their dancing. <laughs> all right, Fabo. Throw that snap in the air and catch it. Hey. <laughs> hey. so ridiculous. No, happy birthday, D-Lo. Yes, happy um, birthday. You'll have a whole nother 
year of style to wow us with more links more, more links more money <laughs> more, <laughs> more things to shop and buy from daria right. as always as always no thank you very much for the update we love just talking to everybody getting little quick words of wisdom and seeing where you are what you've been learning um and it sounds like you know everything's going the way it should go that you know i think the most important thing is as things continue to change like we're consistently learning and you know, putting new applications to it. So we appreciate you. We um, are sure that all of your fans that you already have are excited for the work that you're doing just as we are. Um, let the people know where they can connect with you or find you these days. Um, well, of course, I'm on Instagram at D-L-O-L-O, <laughs> D-L-O-L-O and my website, um, whatwouldderiawear.com. All right, you heard it, guys. Follow Daria, check her out. Only if you're trying to spend money, though, because she will be in your pockets. Right, because don't be trying to blame me. <laughs> blame it on D-Lolo. Right. <laughs> no, you're the definite uh, culprit. Shout right. out, Daria. Thank you for joining us on our 150, and we appreciate you for, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Man, shout out to D-Lolo. It's always great having Daria around and on the podcast. Yeah, she's a clown. Oh man. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, our next guest, our last guest of today, I'm super happy to introduce is Preston Dawson. You may remember him from episode 45, A Little Luck, A Lot of Preparation. And if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and run that back. In his episode, he talked about how his life developed with a little bit of luck, but um, mainly being prepared and working really hard and knowing what you want um, and all of his breakdowns and breakthroughs in creating a life that he wants to live. Yeah, oh. shout out uh, Superhero P because also we've mentioned you like in a four lot. or five other episodes. Ten, twelve. Be like, yeah, you remember like that Superhero P got to come up with that alter ego. And that's really like our main takeaway, I think, from that. I, I created an ego. I need to actually look at that again. But yeah, uh, we referenced that often. And we thought that was such an interesting way to kind of like develop where you want to move forward. So Preston, thank you for joining us on 150. My first question is, how are you looking as Superhero P? Or has Superhero P changed? Um, first of all, thanks for having me back. Um, I didn't know that was episode 45, so that's, that was a while back. But more importantly, congrats on getting to, uh, what are you guys, at 150 now? Yeah, yeah this, is 150. this is 150. That's huge, you know? That's something that um, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll get to that later, but uh, consistency, mm -hmm. you know? Compound, you know, compounding and building. So. Uh, salute to y'all. I'm very proud and inspired by that to learn something from y'all with the consistency. Um, and back to your question, uh, Hero P, um, I think it's funny because I, I just thought about that recently and I'm starting to embrace that it's not a destination, you know. Um, mm, say more. Uh, with a lot of things in life, um, we can't just chase the goals of destination. So now I'm getting to saying, what, what is stopping me from being Hero P right now? I may not be everything that I've wrote on paper or Hero P is going to be, you know, I don't have the $5 million mansion and a bunch of the Porsches and the Ferraris yet and this, this, this lifestyle, but I realize how you're going to get there if you don't become it first, you know? Um, so that's the biggest thing now. Um, and I think I'm working towards that. Um, every day. I think I didn't realize that once I created that, I set a goal, a lifetime goal. So um, yeah, every day, every month, every, you know, during these challenging times and everything, I didn't, you know, I started to realize you're building 
the uh, you're building the components of what it takes to be hero P, but while you're doing that, you're still building it. Even as a, like an NBA basketball player, um, you don't become an NBA player once you win a championship. You're an NBA player once you get drafted before you play your first game. So you kind of have to embrace that. But of course, you know, your first year or two, you're lost. You're not, you're not understanding what being a professional is, even though you are that. So we got to give ourselves some grace to, um, to claim it, but also realize once you claim it, that starts your journey of learning it. So that's where I'm at right now, honestly, just going through my journey of learning it. Oh man, thank you for sharing that. And that journey, Jim, is so, so real. Um, for people who maybe haven't heard the episode, uh, Hero P was his idealized self, like who he wants to be in the future. And I remember you specifically talked about like writing down the adjectives and the actions and even cutting out pictures and those things. And so in this journey, Hero P, that you currently are and still working on, you know, does that look the same? Do you still have your folder that you look at? Do you say affirmations? Like, is there anything that you do to connect with that higher version of yourself? Um, definitely. So I still look at those same notes. Um, you know, you get caught up in life sometimes and I have to remember, you know, remind myself just like any other journey in life, uh, fitness or, you know, uh, mental health or working towards your career or saving money, you can get kind of taken away from in life, but you always have that to go back to. So it's so important to write those things down. So, uh, yeah, I still go back to it. Um, I still, you know, try to remind myself who I am, you know what I'm saying? You know, look in the mirror, you know, remind yourself you that you know, whatever adjective you want to use, but you got to remind yourself. Um, the biggest thing that's probably not changed, but developed part of that is, um, and it's funny because you guys always talk about my, my cliches. Here's another one. But I came up with uh, the things that like use every day to um, character kind of rules. And it started with the three Ps and now it's at the 10 Ps. And um, I remember, and I think if off the top of my head, it's, Patience, poise, um, patience, poise, persistence, and processes will bring progression uh, towards positivity, peace, power, prosperity, and your purpose. Oh. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it could go on, but I'll start. I, I, and those basically are things that, man, even today, uh, you know, you get a certain call, you get a, you know, a bot, somebody wants to talk to you. Okay, I say, which 10 Ps can I use? Right here, poise, positivity, um, stay, stay persistent, you know, find your peace in this moment. So those became like these rules that I use every day. And actually I'm a hero, you know, the list of who I want to be is hero P, those are his characteristics. So I started finding ones, you know, that I could use every day. And it's just, uh, it's my, you know, it's P, they're all P. So it's easy for me to remember it. So that's, man, that's been like a game changer. I really came up with that probably during last year. And it's, there's been some times, man, I was being tested in personal life and by clients. And I said, this is an opportunity to work on your poise. This is an opportunity to get better. If you, you have those things, you just don't write it down and become great at it. You got to recognize the um, situations that allow you to practice, fail, practice again, fail, practice again and one thing I think uh, maybe I think we've had that conversation on this podcast. Oh, it just clicks one day I think we had that in the pot it just happens 
and you don't realize that switch happens, but it was through so much practice, fail, practice, yeah, a little bit better, you know, you handle it, you go back and look back like, dang, I didn't really work on my poise. I didn't really work on the, the my, I didn't recognize my power in this. So um, that's become like my um, life, my man, that's saved me. And that's become like this little guidebook I use daily. Yeah. I love that. And I can identify that with that as well, because you have to have a direction to even really be able to do that. And what's interesting is like, we can always say like, we want to be better at a thing or we want to see more of something or be more abundant in a certain space. But it's like, if you're not able to recognize conflict and problems and issues for what they are, it's like, all right, quickly, like, what am I getting out of this? How can I reframe this? Or what can I practice in this moment? then there's never going to be any real change. And it's so interesting. Like I've, I've realized this recently also that it's like, oh, I keep, every time I say like, I'm trying to work on something, it's like, God, oh, it's like, here come all these like things to test you with mm -hmm. it. And it's like, oh, now I learned to like, oh yeah, this is a good opportunity. Like the other day, get in an argument. Oh, this is a good opportunity to, to build my communication that I said I was going to work on. Um, and getting excited about it in that way instead. Um, I think that's a, a great framework and a great way to look at those things. Thank you. Yeah. And I hope it helps everybody. Um, I, I can't emphasize how much it's been a life changer and it's got me out of my own way. You know, sometimes even just slowing down to think about those things makes me not make make a move off a reaction that could have been detrimental, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it so funny how things like randomly are like click? I wonder what makes that happen. Like, do you think it's just like you just got to be ready for it to recognize it or? Um, here we go. I, I, I love reading. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm like a little kid that reads. I really believe in the compound effect. You know, so I believe we're compounding, but just, you know, you're not seeing the result, but you're putting in the work It's compounding. And that's hard to believe until you've applied and see some results. And you're like, oh, okay. The cliche, mm -hmm. it's, it's a cliche for a reason. Like, so I think it's just that I think, and that's why I get with patients just working on it. No, I'm not going to see it, but one day it's going to just, it just clicks. It just becomes, you know, your, your, our brains adapt. You know, we're products of our environment. So even doing all that stuff in your head, you're changing your environment. You're changing your mental environment. So, yeah. That's also, yeah, I think it's a, a mix of work, you know, preparation, but also envisioning it. So being able to know what it is, like things don't just happen. Like, I think it's a perfect storm of all of those things. Right. Yeah, it's so interesting. We've had four guests on today, including yourself. And you've all very much been like, listen, like, I wouldn't have necessarily guessed that I'd be right here, but I did have high aspirations and like, here I am and I'm enjoying this moment. Um, and so it's very interesting, you know, even when we all kind of listen to podcasts or read books about successful people, talk amongst each other, and you always hear kind of the same things about, okay, hard work and love the process, blah, blah, blah. But to your point, uh, cliche P, like cliches are cliche for a reason. And like, you know, everybody's saying that today and even talking to them and what what's happened with their journey just in the last couple of years. Um, so let us know also what's new with you as far as like your work and the things that you are really pushing forward uh, as far as your create creativeness. Um, creativity is probably the actual word that goes there. Um, and the things that you're working on. Cause I remember before we talked about, you know, you and your camera Cubist. work and yeah, Cubist and the agency, et cetera. What are you working on now? Um, it, you know, the last year I've gotten a lot more into production. So behind the camera, a lot of editing as well. 
Um, this year, I kind of started stepping into agency work, which was a goal of mine um, when I went freelance, but I couldn't get in the door. So survival, I just started my own thing. Um, and once again, took many years. I was putting my head down. The opportunity came to me and I was like, oh man, this is a big, and then I realized, hold up, this is what I wanted many years ago. So I'm blessed. Um, but it's a whole new challenge. It's a complete fish out of water and I needed that. So that's where I'm at now. Um, you know, getting into producer work, uh, creative producer. I mean, I, I, titles are um, weird these days, basically doing everything creative. Um, with, but with that said, it, it got me a little bit more focused and um, my goal eventually be art direction, everything under art direction to creative direction. So um, yeah, just taking my steps. That's where I'm at now. Um, get behind the camera here and there. You know, I know we've been all kind of in a pandemic has been tricky. So I've been more behind the computer doing editing and that's been great um, to see a whole nother side. That's just changed my, um, my view on even how I approach the camera and doing some, uh, art direction and my personal time, design, learning, um, studying is, you know, last year sat my, my tail down to really study, to really think about things, to um, understand my craft. Sometimes it's so easy to just pick up a camera, it's so easy to get in the computer. So, you know, so easy to turn on some mics and start podcasting. Everybody thinks they could get in the game. And then after a while, you you take some time to study, you know, study what's what's great and how to do this for real for it, you know, how to really take it to the next level. So that's where I'm at right now, you know, um, doing some agency work. Um, and as much as people say, oh, I'm independent, I, want, I was happy to go back to uh, independent. No, that's right. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the check. check and then that's all right. I have to think about is what I need to do. Yeah. Can we keep it real? It, it's, freelance is beautiful. I play a lot of golf five days a week. It was beautiful, but... Um, the biggest thing I really didn't realize was the benefit of working with a team. And now mm -hmm. I'm learning, and I could finally, I got out my ego and realized, and I think that's why I took some of these opportunities, you know, in front of me now to work with a team in the agency. Cause I had kept saying this, I want to be the weakest person in the room, but I wasn't in any rooms. And now I'm in the room and hey, be careful what you ask for. I'm sitting here you know, like, like the rookie and it's humbling, but it's what I asked for and it's what I need. And now I have the, you know, it's been weird with, uh, you know, working from a distance, but once we get in the office, I have so many people that have 10, 15 years, they've done this, they've done that. They've been on these big productions, you know, our company, um, production company, we work with a lot of big networks and stuff. So it's, um, it's, it's been really a blessing. I'm just a student right now. I went back to school. So that's it. I'm, I'm getting paid and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, but I'm just a, big student that's just trying to learn and be patient and say, put your time in, put your years, the opportunity, the big opportunities you want, the titles, the roles, the checks, the salary, it will come, but you can't, you can't fast track it. You can't skip it. You got to put in the time. And that's why I'm at, um, they changed a lot in the last year. I, I finally let go of rushing everything. I said, I'm going to be an old man anyway. So I might as well just take my time, learn it and get it right. Rather than, um, trying to learn everything fast, do everything fast and keep resetting, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just, and, and say, don't worry about it. If you're in the game, if you're around it, your brain observes, absorbs it. Um, you observe, you absorb and, um, you'll get there. Opportunities will come there. Your opportunities are watching. They're just waiting for you to put your time in the game and stick around, but they watch you and they, and they'll know when you're ready. Opportunity, you know, 
whoever, whatever the opportunity is, they'll know when you're ready. If they're watching already, you know, so. That's he preaching too. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Um, and it's always funny that the longer we go on our paths, it's like all of a sudden you kind of realize like, oh, I'm doing everything. Like I've gotten to do everything I was wanting to do. And it's, you know, it's not even really about trying to get to a thing specifically, but it's like, yeah, I've got to do a lot of cool things. And so, you know, it's not even about like, oh man, you know, I'm old and I'm just here or whatever, but you know, all of it kind of counts that you've been able to do so many different things. Are you able to talk about any of the projects that you're working on? Uh, I don't know. Um, let the NDAs dry. Let, yeah, let the, yeah, let yeah, the exactly. dry. I've had to sign some NDAs. <laughs> that's when you, know, you sign that NDA, you're like, yeah, I'm here. Right. That's a <laughs> real answer. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I would say I've been working on some um, stuff that's related to some cool shows. Um, not on the show, but supportive stuff with um, some networks and some cool shows that we probably all watch. Um, so, um, when stuff comes out, I guess we have this talk again, I could let you know, but it's, uh, um, yeah, it's been some, that's I wish awesome. I could. Yeah. Well, that's good. Look, you're all smiles. So for people watching, like y'all see him smiling. So them checks must be clearing. So Man. <laughs> Man. that's a good feeling. Yeah. Preston, Hero P, let the people know, how can they connect with you or reach you these days? I know you kind of off the grid, huh? Yeah. I stay low key. Unless you on the golf he course. Said, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yo. Catch yeah. them at the country club if you can. Brand, I live that private party life, uh, private <laughs> life. Um, no, Instagram, picasso.p, P-K-A-S-S-O.p. Um, a website, cubiscreativestudio.com. Um, and yeah, that's basically where to reach me. I'm easy, you know, to reach, uh, say what's up, let's talk business, talk life, talk books, need book recommendations, jump in my DM, and um, that's what I'm about, you know, so... Perfect. Always a pleasure, P. Now, y'all, thank you. Y'all, y'all glowing, y'all smiling. Um, bless you, Queen, for what you do. You know, I'm always retweeting. Y'all dropping mental health. Um, and for people who don't know, um, people who watch this podcast, this time, salute y'all. Y'all are two of my favorite, most genuine people. You know, um, no funny, just great friends, great people. So I'm glad that you guys have stuck with this. I need you guys to get your sponsors. I need you guys to get whatever you need, your flowers and everything, but keep doing this. We need this, you know? So um, all of us need to, whether we watch the whole episode, we just catch a clip on Twitter that, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, was you know, let me retweet, let me send this to somebody. Let me send this to somebody I mentor. Let me send this to a friend, a family, somebody's going through it. I've done that so many times. So I know I'm, I'm, I'm dragging this out, but thank you both so much on the podcast level and a personal level. You both have been a blessing to my life individually and together. So thank you. Thank you, Preston. Making us feel special. Way to end the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate this update on you. Um, You were definitely one of the favorite episodes that we had. So we're so glad we got to catch up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely most one of the most reference yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Thank you. Thank you, Preston. We appreciate it. All right. Well, that was fun, Carly. Aww. I would say thank you to all of our guests today. Thank you for everybody listening. 
Um, what are some things you kind of feel like you heard throughout there? Yo, why was everybody on the same page? And these people don't know each other like that. Because people are always on the same page with like, Man. those are the things that matter. Like we your self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. Like needing people, letting yourself rest, figure out what you want to do, still being unsure of yourself along the way, but pushing through. People yep. really talked about like doing hard work. Being consistent, planting um, yep. trees and not knowing what's going to grow, but being consistent and watering those trees and, and just being open to what it looks like with the fruit, because it's going to be very different than whatever you thought originally. Yeah, man. So shout out to all of our guests, to Kiara, to Ace, to Daria, to Preston. We appreciate you, the impact you've had. Um, shout out to us because we are at okay. 150 out here doing our thing. We're really enjoying the conversations and we get to grow from them ourselves. And so that's one of the coolest things about doing this podcast so um i really enjoyed every single one of those little mini interviews i like how we put that all together i think that was pretty cool um so hopefully you guys got something out of it please retweet please share please comment um let us know how you feel about this episode um and for anybody else who's interested in being a guest in the future let us know hit us up um we're looking forward to doing another I don't know, maybe another couple episodes of the podcast. Just a few. <laughs> we'll a see few. what happens. Um, but we've had a great time with it thus far. And we thank you guys for joining us this far along. Yeah, we appreciate you. And wouldn't rather be here with anybody else besides you, Aww, Alexia. Thank you. Same, Carly. We don't have no question of the week this week. We don't. We just go tell y'all, y'all need to keep on listening and keep sharing the podcast. And thank you so much for being supporters. Thank y'all. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Peace.